0: that everybody here can easily understand
1: a Monday worry of mean, mean mean, mean welcome in ladies and gentlemen everyone here whether you're a, a first-time listener I will say or returning for pretty much uh, really anything at all you know wave. you've been here with us? This- Sorry, I'm getting flustered, I'm excited, we have a very special guest, I'll get to that here in a second, but coming up here on the show, by the way, thank you for tuning in here on Wildcat 919, New Music Now, I'm your host, Colin Settle, with me as always, Nate Gray, Nate, how are you feeling today?
2: Feeling good, ready for for March Madness this weekend, I'm ready to, to watch some hoops for just like 72 hours straight, so yeah. I'm, really I'm,
1: excited. I'm excited, I think, because we got uh, some March Madness stuff going later uh, here in the show. Uh, we're also going to talk some free agency stuff. It's free agency Monday. Big signings We got today. a big boy big of the signings. week. We have Nate's lock of the week for the third week in a row. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been doing this show for over a year. I've been doing this show for over a year now. And there's one man that I've always wanted to have on the show since the very first episode. And ladies and gentlemen, today we finally have him. We finally have him. Let me introduce. He is not a one, not two, not three, but a four-time state champion. He has four state champion rings under his belt. He's on the verge of hitting 600 career total wins. His win percentage as a head coach is higher than both of Nate and mine, our free free throw percentage combined probably higher than that 100 percent. he is the 2a state champion head coach of the hillsborough high school men's basketball team who won the 2a state championship last saturday here in bramlage coliseum daryl canole yes yes
3: well thank you for having me colin
1: i i just wanted uh i wanted to start out just how, how are you doing how are you feeling after uh how are you feeling after the championship
3: oh I so great i mean it, it's uh you know it's always great to win i'm so happy for my team these guys have fought all year really hard uh, we've improved hundred percent since the first game uh couldn't be more proud of them so really happy for the players more than anything else um, they they um, they earned it that was one of their goals to go after it and um, they played with a lot of resolve and uh, and finished where they wanted to be. So I, I was just so pleased for those guys. Does uh,
1: does winning the championship for the fourth time feel any different than the first?
3: Um, no. In fact, uh, one of my um, longtime coaching um, opponents and good friend uh, texted me about it, and I, I just responded, hey, it feels as great as the first one. Uh, you know, whenever you win a state championship, there's there's no better feeling than that for your team just because, um, you know, you, you get to go out on a win, uh, you know, you accomplished the highest level you could uh, for that season, and you know, for the seniors, what what a better way to finish their career than to finish as a state champion?
1: I agree. Do you think you were, you know, I just kind of wanted to to get into the game here a little bit. Do you think that you, because I was there, Nate was also there. Do you feel like you were in control most of the game? Because there was some scoring going back and forth. You had, I think it was a twelve point lead there towards the end of the second half. That. That well, was able to cut down a little bit. Do you think that you had control most of the game?
3: I felt like we did. The, the only time I was a little concerned was the second quarter when we really were doing some uncharacteristic things, like you know some some turnovers we normally don't do. We gave up offensive rebounds, gave up a couple of backdoor layups. Uh, felt like we were just a little out of sync um, at, during that period of the game. But the second half. I thought we came back and we played a much better um second half all the way through a solid defensive we took care of the boards a lot better especially down the stretch um you know some some outstandingly clutch uh block shots by matt and and also grayson and then to clean up those boards uh tristan had a great steal at the end it, you know threw a run out layup to uh, brecken which i thought was probably one of the most major plays of the game down the stretch it gave us a little bit of cushion uh, which allowed us to control the pace and the game and Uh, fortunately made some free throws and, uh, closed it out.
1: How many, I'm I'm just, I'm trying to think here. How many times have you been able to play in Bramlage?
3: Um, let's see, we played, this was our fourth trip there. And, uh, you know, the first time we, we didn't play well against Olpe, and they, they, they took it to us. uh, And then, um, we lost the last second, well, 0.7 seconds to Sacred Heart in a game where, um you know the just uh you know just some clock issues and that one was really close sacred heart won the st- state championship that year and then last year we uh we beat pratt skyline in the first round and then of course they shut it down for covid and thought we you know thought last year we had a good chance of at least uh you know competing for it uh so this year was uh this this was the fourth time we've been there and was happy we were able to play all the way through
1: that was something that i wanted to go into as well i have it here in my notes you know you go out you beat one of the one of the higher-ranking seeds last year, and then everything gets shut down, right? I remember watching the video that you came to the locker room. Everyone started throwing water on you and everything like that. Do you feel that you have some sort of like a sense of closure, if you will, this season to where you finally get to go back, everything goes right, and then you win the whole thing after everything that happened last season?
3: Well, certainly there was that satisfaction, but, you know, every year is different. Um, you know, last year's team was, we were, uh, we had Caleb Petusic back and we were putting together a pretty good run. Um, you know, I, I thought we were playing really good basketball and, you know, you know, just like Waubunsee this year, they were on a roll and that was the most scary part about playing them. You know, we, we just didn't want to let them get hot from three and, you know, try to limit their drives to the basket. But, you know, our team was kind of like that last year where we were playing really well down the stretch and, uh, you know, we would have, would have at least been very competitive for anybody we would have had to see. Um, so, but you know, uh, from that team, I, uh, you know, Caleb Petusic was the only senior. So we had most of the guys back this year um, who came back out and, uh, you know, for those guys, I think they really felt like this was, um, a chance to finish something that they felt like they started last year. Um, I know right from the very beginning, that was, that was something in their goal was that we were going to be state champions this year. And, You know, so so I just talked to them about, hey, we got to improve every game and teams win championships, not individuals. Um, And uh, we got to we got to make sure we're doing all those little things if we want to get there and uh, just play hard, take care of one game at a time. And, you know, whatever happens will happen down the stretch.
1: I wanted to ask about because you have three seniors on the roster right now. I wanted to get your thoughts on them throughout the course of their career. Just, you know, your thoughts on the three guys
3: graduating. Well, they played, uh, you know, they've improved tremendously from the time they were freshmen to their senior year. So proud of those guys for, uh, for the improvements they've made. And um, all of them contributed, uh, especially the last two years on, on both teams. Uh, you know, uh, I thought Tristan this year played uh, really good defense, um, made some, you know, just made some key plays, a couple of assists here um, in, the, in the state tournament. But we were able to uh, move him out of the paint and put him on the other team's best scorer. Um, especially if he was kind of a spot-up guy, um, had any kind of length. And so he played, you know, he, he played, uh, you know, I guess a really good role for us defensively, kind of multiple position, whatever we needed him. In fact, in the Linden game, uh, we ended up having him guard their, uh, the big guy who was hurt, hurting us, and uh, he was able to get around him, get some deflections, a couple of steals. So I thought, you know, I thought with, you know, the, the plays that he made, even last year in the in the game against Skyline, Grabbed an an unbelievably important offensive rebound off a missed free throw right at the end of the game and pretty much sealed the game for us. And, you know, so uh, his his contributions were were tremendous. Um, And Dylan Bolt was um, a guy who earned a a starting spot and uh, just played solid defense, uh, you know, had some really good scoring games. Uh, the thing about him this year I thought was was great was that he was able to get some run out uh, layups. And last year, you know, he might have been swatted on those. This year he was able to stretch himself out and score, you know, for people who were taller than him or running them down, uh, you know, uh, took care of the ball very well, um, played his role perfectly. I um, just thought he was, uh, you know, a tremendous asset to the team. And, um, you know, I, I just can't say enough good about, um, you know, his competitive spirit and edge on that—I know, uh, you know—it meant a lot to him to win the state championship. So, um, it's good, good for him. And then uh, Carson Lennons gave us great minutes off the bench. He had a couple of uh, really good games this year, um, you know, and, and um, was uh, you know very athletic. Uh, was able to, um, you know, get some run-out layups and uh, had some good deflections for us. Um, you know, a good a good person to uh, to help uh, solidify. Um, our team and um, gave us solid minutes off the bench. So um, all of those guys um, just unbelievably, um, you know, important to the team and just can't be happier for them to, uh, to have, um, you know, improved as much as they have and to go out as, as state champions. Did COVID affect
1: you guys super hard this year? Cause I know, you know, like, like we said, after what happened last season, I know that a lot of other teams are still trying having to, Deal with this. I mean, shout out to the KU men's basketball team for getting kicked out of the kicked out of the men's tournament for all that good stuff. But have you had to deal with any sort of COVID issues this season?
3: Well, our biggest COVID issue was the fact that uh, to begin the season we didn't get to practice the first week, so we missed the first seven you know six days of practice. And then we had a morning, uh, kind of a, an hour morning practice because, you know, that pushed the play back. So we couldn't, couldn't practice the Monday, you know, after school or also middle school games here. And so then we had two practices and then all of a sudden we couldn't practice again until two days before our first game. And so, so we only got in about uh, maybe four and a half practices and those were spread out. And so we tried to do some virtual um stuff and that was you know the guys the guys tried really hard on that but that's not nearly as good as you know being on practice is more individual stuff and you know so we started off a little bit rough our, our first games we, we struggled offensively because of the kind of system we run and, and we dropped our first two games we dropped a close one to sterling on the opener and then then uh moundridge we had a lead and we ended up losing that um ended up losing to them in the second game by 11 i think i can't remember for sure so that, that was probably the most extensive COVID issue we had. The other was in our our midseason tournament. Um, um, Republic County and Riley County both got COVID, so we only played one game that week. We played Holcomb on the Saturday, and uh, so we missed those two games. We were able to make those up. We picked up um, Garden Plain, and um, uh, we also picked up Remington. So we, we did get full schedule of games in, but for the most part, we – we were pretty luckiest in terms of COVID.
1: Only two losses on the season, right?
3: Oh, We had three. We lost. Uh, we lost our first two, and then we uh, lost against Heston, uh, who was an outstanding defensive team. You know, we, we really struggled to shoot the ball that game, and you know, some of the shots we missed, we, we should have made. They were just, uh, you know, maybe we were trying too hard against Heston, but uh, but Heston's so good defensively, and it was a, you know, it was a really physical game. Uh, got down a little bit, but, but in that game, you know, we came back, we, you know, if we just could have made some shots in the fourth quarter, we uh, could have given ourselves a chance in that game. But um, so we lost three and, uh, you know, Heston just outstanding, you know, they were three state champions and um, certainly can't say enough good about their program as well.
1: Now I don't want to ask you to, you know, compare anything, but if you, if you had to, you know, stack this team up that you have now, up against some of the other state championship teams. Where do you think, you know, does this championship mean more to you in ways or where does, where does this season and this championship and this team rank with some of the other great seasons that you've had?
3: Colin, that's a, that's a really tough question. I've had so many great teams and even those who maybe finished second or third you know by a last second shot or something like that we're, we're so good as well this this team is this team ranks up there as as you know just right as good as as those teams they you know such a tough team um very competitive um you know I, the thing about this year's team was they were so resilient and so mentally tough you know we got we were down by, by and I, I i might be wrong i think 14 points with uh three fifty eight left against um or yeah, three fifty eight left against Southeast lane came back and won that game. Um in the substate final against such Trinity, we're down ten with seven minutes left, came back and won that game. Um several times, you know, things didn't look good for us. And um these guys just found a way to to come back and make it a game and win it. And um, you know, so, you know, just the the competitive of nature, the mentally tough uh part of this team, I, I thought was really great. And you know, especially down the stretch, our our chemistry came around. Um, defensive discipline was was really good. Uh, in fact, I think that was the big thing that kind of separated us out from some of the other teams this year. Was the fact that we, we did play really good defense. You know, and played a little more zone sometimes this year than we've ever played in our lives. But um, but most of the time, man to man down the stretch. So I don't know how to how to compare teams. Colin, I, I would, you know I, I wish I could I wish I could, but I I'm not willing to to do that because I love every one of my teams and, and all these, uh, all these teams that, uh, you know, played in the state finals or, or in the third place game, you know, are all just outstandingly great teams.
1: Have you gotten any uh, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan comparisons with all the championship wins?
3: <laughs> um, no, <Colin. laughs> not, not nearly close to that. You know, uh, there, are uh, there are so many other good coaches in this state, that have more than I have. I'm I'm just uh, I just feel so uh, I guess blessed and uh, thankful for the opportunities I've had at this school and uh, the fact that I've had such good players to coach and and uh, you know this team uh, really I thought really bought into our system this year and listened to me. Um, also, I I, I can't uh, I can't get out of this without mentioning my two assistant coaches. You know Kyle Croker, who graduated 2006, um, is so good with the guys and such a such a great um, person in terms of teaching fundamentals and um, helped me with scouting a lot film watching uh, you know he, he was played such a big role in this and then of course uh, Demetrius Cox is so good with the guys as well uh, works with the post players and um, he he brings a, a perspective to our team and to um, you know how to approach games that that really complements uh, what what the other two of us do on our staff and um so yeah I, i've just been blessed to, to have such to be around such good people and um just happy to with what we've been able to do
1: i was i was at your 500th win when i when i was in high school you're getting close to 600 do you know where you are right now
3: well um i looked that up because i knew you're gonna ask i didn't know until now it's uh, 662 um is where I am right now with uh 662 wins and 210 losses.
1: Do you have any uh plans ahead of time for uh in celebration orders if you will
3: of uh what would that be for, uh, for 600
1: for 600 wins, are you going to celebrate oh, well, it if,
3: all if I make it to 600, I mean <laughs> that's a, that's still quite a ways away so I don't know at this point, you know, I I don't I don't have definite plans other than you know I, I, I know I I would like to coach two more years for sure. And then after that, see what happens.
1: Now I only have here, here with us now, let me just remind everybody. We have the two, a state champion head coach of the Hillsborough Trojans, Daryl Canole with us and coach. I, I did some digging. Okay. I reached out to some sources that may or may not be related to you to, uh, to get some, some insight here. Also my, my co-host Nate here also has a connection uh, with your family, Nate, do you want to share that? Yeah. So I, um,
2: my my girlfriend's mom actually went to went to Hillsboro. So I was I was at that game. It was, it was an exciting game. It was well, really, thank really you. Exciting. In fact,
3: uh, her mom is my wife's bet, best friend from high school.
2: Yeah, that's what I was told. So <laughs> Fun. Yeah. it's a funny connection.
3: No doubt. I've been a long time friends with with Sean too. We play golf all the time. So. Oh yeah.
1: Well, the first question that I have for you here that I got a little bit of insight on that that I feel like everyone needs to know a little bit more about is I've heard that you have incredible ability in terms of shooting blindfolded free throws.
3: (laughs) Well, um, I I can shoot a high percentage of free throws. In fact, um, you know, maybe, yeah, I can maybe shoot 80, 90% on any given day from that.
0: That's,
2: um... (laughs) I've, I'm on. Geez. I wish I could shoot 80 90 percent in general. Well yeah
3: the, in general the point, yeah <laughs> the point I try to make to the guys is free throws is all about mentality and you know yeah. take out the extra motion and just shoot the ball. So it's all about form so um, so yeah we've it started off as a challenge several years ago. i'm not i can't remember who challenged me on that, but um <laughs> I think the first time i i went I'm blindfolded or with no eyes, i was 19 out of 20. so so that's, that, that's always uh, a fun thing to do.
1: That's <laughs> now, <insane. laughs>
3: now when uh, when Craig Dirksen and I were young when Craig well when I was young and Craig was a was a high school player we used to we used to always have half court shot contests and um, those were pretty insane too in terms of percentage with Craig and me but uh, that that was when I was young I'm not even sure I can shoot the ball that far anymore
1: <laughs> I so I also heard you know doing some digging with possible may or may not not gonna say family members you know, just did a little bit of digging. Okay. I heard a story about what happened last season with, cause you, you historically have worn a suit and tie. And I wanted to ask about the basketball tie. Have you,
3: is that, is that
1: in every game thing?
3: Well, my, my wife got that for me for Christmas. And so such a great tie. I mean, it's a, it's a really nice tie. And so that's that's why I started wearing that just because she got that for me. Now, now my, the first time I ever wore a basketball tie was when Tyler Peachy was playing for me, and Lowell Peachy gave gave me one for Christmas. Uh, a great friend and and uh, um, a church um, a church member, one of my Sunday school teachers from you know from my adult ages, and so that's where the basketball tie started. And then Lena got me this one, which uh, got so many compliments on. And so um, so that's been the tie. Um, you know, I, the other one I always wore was my maroon tie, which Colin you've probably seen a million times, but um but yeah, it's been the basketball tie since I got that one.
1: The the story that I wanted to hear was you left your suit behind.
3: Well, actually, I had my suit, I just forgot my um my dress shirt. So I had I had no dress shirt. And uh, because of that, um I had to go out with just my um Adidas um Hillsboro Trojan sweater on so i so i did that and have you have you
1: i heard that you wore that throughout some of the games this year as well
3: well i did and mostly because you know as as you as you probably remember this you know it gets to be about mid-february so suddenly the pounds start to come on and my suit doesn't fit quite as well because (laughs) that suit coat was actually purchased at henry's um a department store in town east back in 1988 (laughs) and so i've always worn the same suit coat for all these years and and uh for the last couple of years right at the end of the year so it's maybe a snugger so i'm so this year i wore this because it was more comfortable and wanted to make sure i had my my suit ready for the for uh, the state if we made it
1: so we we've talked about the tie we've talked about the suit i heard that you have a lucky pair of socks as well
3: well actually um are you talking this year or last year, I heard that you have a pair of
1: Bethel <laughs> College socks.
3: I actually have two. I wear I wear the black BC socks um, every other every other game, and then my maroon Threshing Stone socks every other game. I actually had the Threshing Stone on on Saturday's cha- uh, state championship.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, head coach of the 2A state champion men's basketball team for Hillsborough High School daryl canole yes
3: thank you do
1: you do you have any uh any parting words here before i let you go
3: um no the only parting words i have is i I really appreciate what you do colin and and as you know um i always always appreciated everything when you were in my classes and your enthusiasm um that seems to have carried on very well into this show and uh, i know you've always been one of my uh major fans and uh, remember the the picture we took of Santa Claus when you were in the Santa Claus suit, I believe, and <laughs> those kind of things. Uh, you know, I, I guess my parting words would be I I really appreciate the opportunity being on your show. Um, I, I appreciate my students. Uh, you are representative of those, and um, you know, I, I, I once again I can't say enough about the opportunity I've been given to coach here at, at Hillsboro. Um, you know, when I first got the job, I didn't even know it was open. I was right out of college and. They offered me head boys basketball coach. I took it. And, um, I, it's been the best. It was the best decision I ever made. And um, in terms of my my career, and uh, so I've uh, had a great great career here. And hopefully it will carry on for another couple of years.
1: Well, coach, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I well, really well, I really appreciate it.
3: Well, thank you. Hey, have, have a great one, Colin. You too. All
1: right. I am I am just and that's a that's a story. That's a story for another day. You know what? You you know what? You know what? I'll tell the story, but I'll tell it next. What an honor it was to get to to get to talk to to Coach Canole. As I as I know him, it's weird. It's weird calling him Daryl. You know, by by his first name, you know what I mean. It's just, it's a little, it's a little odd.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously didn't have him as a as a as a teacher. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't really, I don't know him personally, but um, yeah, I mean, that was cool. It was fun to be at that game. Um, yeah, really exciting. To, well, to, to see.
1: answer to answer the, well, so it was Spirit Week. During, in, in the theme of Spirit of the Radio. Also, also, uh, Coach Knoll's a big Rush fan, so I wanted to give him a little bit of Rush here as well, but in the Spirit Week, Spirit of the Radio, you see what I did there? So, during Spirit Week, uh, you dressed up as different things during the week, so you had, like, your favorite holiday, your favorite blah, 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 whatever, so, me being me, I'm a big guy, everybody knows this, I dressed up as Santa. I got a big Santa costume, and... I got a big beard. I had the hat and everything and took a picture with him. The librarian ate it up. It was I can't believe he brought that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was I I love Daryl. I really do. I think he's great. I think he's he's just a hoot in my mind. And speaking of uh speaking of just uh in terms of things, you brought up uh your your connection to Daryl, your girlfriend's mom. You and uh, you and your girlfriend are celebrating something today,
2: <laughs> aren't you? Yes, it's the it's the one year. It's on the it was, one year was, anniversary on Instagram and everything. You know, it's, I saw it's it. I wanted to bring it it's up. Legit, and do, yeah. do you know what
1: I have to say about that? What? If it'll play, I hope.
0: Yes! Yes! Yes!
1: Yes! Thank you. Yes! Thank you.
0: Big yes! big yes guys. Yes. 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 Yes.
2: Yes. Hey, that I appreciate Don. You know you know I'm a, a, I enjoy some WWE, so then the I know yes, you do. yeah. I that's had to bring big. out the
1: Daniel Bryan. That's big <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought I thought you would enjoy that. Thank you. Just yeah, for you. That that's, is good. Because one one year's a big deal. Hey, so and I that. know I know that she listens to the show and oh yeah. Big support. Congrats. Congratulations! Thank to you, you, guys. I appreciate that. Is, that. Oh, you love to see it.
2: Thank
0: you
1: really you. do. You know what else you love to see? Big boy of the week.
0: I think we got a good one.
1: I think we got a good one this week because we had Bryce Shambo. Could have won it two weeks in a row, but he didn't win. In the tournament over the weekend, so we'll have to wait till the Masters to possibly see a two-time Big Boy of the Week recipient. But this week, I assume you saw it. It was it was in a lot of different uh, a lot of different places on ESPN, all over the place. Uh, Deion Sanders coaches. A are they D? Is Jackson State a D two? I think it's FCS. Are they FCS? So I, I, I think they're D. He coaches they be D2, a, non, a non a non D one non FBS team. Yes, a non FBS college football team, and one of his uh one of his linemen, defensive linemen, returned a fumble, recu- sacked the quarterback, strip sack, got the ball thirty yards down the field. Let me uh, you know, I'll just I'll just let the clip speak for itself.
0: And I'm gonna tell you something. Whoever gets a pick, whoever goes to the house, hit the dance. All right? Uh, oh, uh, I uh, want uh, you to hit the dance.
3: A few moments later. 30 oh. seconds left and Jones oh. is dropped. Big fella getting in the end zone <laughs> doing the prime time dance. Jamani Crane. Dancing
1: his way into the end zone for a fumble recovery, and primetime loves it. It was it was good. Thirty yards. We get a lot of we're seeing a lot of big boy touchdowns. That's good, which is good to that's see. Good. I I'm glad that it kind spring of spring football up. needs big boy S- touchdowns. Exactly, exactly. No, I agree.
2: I think it's also worth noting uh, the Chiefs just signed uh, left guard or I think left guard Joe Thune or whatever. I know that's a uh, but hey. Maybe maybe an honor honorable mention, big boy of the week. That's that's what I thought. It's
1: a frenzy. It's a frenzy. You beat me to the it. Big boy of the week. NFL frenzy. NFL three agency is absolutely wild. It's insane right now, and that's the Patriots and I, too. The Patriots. The Patriots
2: are so, so out let of me, nowhere signing everyone. Let me everyone. just.
1: I have I have a uh, because everyone is getting signed like. All over the place. So much money has been thrown around today. Hugh Hefner is rolling in his grave right <laughs> now. Like, so much money is is getting thrown out. But let, let me just give you the, the top few guys here that I think that are worth mentioning here for, for NFL free agency. Aaron Jones, re-signed with the Packers, four-year, $48 million. That's a lot for a running back. He's the sixth highest-paid running back in the NFL right now. Jonu Smith to the Patriots for That's a, a four-year $50 million That's a good for sign. a tight end. We'll get back to that. Corey Lindsley to the Chargers to replace Mike Pouncey, who retired mm-hmm. with his with his brother earlier this year. Uh, Shaq Barrett signed with the Bucks a four-year $72 million deal. And then, as you said, Joe Thune is coming to the Kansas City Chiefs on a five year eighty million dollar contract. And uh
2: Taysom Hill. You see his deal? Taysom
1: Dill also got signed
2: to a, just a absurd amount of money.
1: five years, a hundred and forty, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh so so are they goodness. going with him or are they going with Jameis?
2: I saw they're still trying to sign Jameis. So maybe they're That's gonna go I- two quarterback s- system.
1: You have two quarterbacks. How many quarterbacks you do you, zero. Have? you so got? Zero. So I don't know. I don't so, know how,
2: how much I like that.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Speaking, I feel of- like
2: they might just they might still be clearing space so they so they can sign Jameis to the the Mahomes contract the 500000000 the five hundred million. I'm sure there's still it's still in the works because Jameis is a star. So I'm, I'm sure.
1: Thirty for 30 Jameis sure. Winston. Ja- yeah, oh he's the only player, man. Speaking of Saints quarterbacks, Drew Brees retired. He announced his retirement. I called it the whole time. I knew he was going to do it. After it after he lost time. to the Bucks and he was jogging off the field, he took like one final like sad glance back towards Mercedes-Benz Superdome and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yep, that's the look." Because I've I've given that look, I've seen that look. That's the goodbye look.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the look right there. The goodbye look. He like he was jogging off, took one final look back. His final, his final looks. He came back onto the field, obviously, but wearing the uniform, that was it. And to honor Drew Brees, real quick, I want to play. He has some of the best hype stuff I think I've ever heard. And this, this is by far probably my favorite pregame hype, whatever you want to call it. A win again, win again, win again, <laughs> win. I just it pumps me up every time. Like I could run, I could run through that door right there. Drew here Brees in the has studio.
2: got to be one of my favorite players in the oh, yeah. NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I loved Drew Brees, so yeah. That's
1: taking a look at his yeah. career as well. Uh, where's it at here? 13 time Pro Bowler, one time All Pro. He was the 2006 Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's 2008 and 2011 AP Offensive Player I feel like of the if Year. You could,
2: I don't know if you can win Walter Payton more than once, but I feel like if you could, he would have won. He would have won a it. A few times.
1: I agree. He <laughs> won the Super Bowl workshop. one time in 2010. Uh, he has over 80,000 passing yards, 571 passing touchdowns, and his career completion percentage was 67.7 as he played 20 years. In the NFL, which is
2: sixty-seven point seven careers,
1: that's not bad.
2: That's pretty good. That's not bad.
1: Does he yeah. now? Now does he hold the record? He has for the, passing yards. Yes. I couldn't remember if Brady topped. No,
2: him. Brady topped him in touchdowns.
1: In touchdowns. So
2: he okay. he has him okay. and Brady were going back and forth with touches. So Brady's obviously going to pass. Because that was like one of the biggest but, things
1: that they were talking about on ESPN this morning. He yeah, says, he's the passing He's the the passing. He's leader. the all-time he all time passer. Yeah, you know all these yeah. awards and whatnot. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely a Canton guy. Oh, I, easy. Yeah, definitely. I think you you could argue for it, but I think a top ten QB of all time. I don't know if I could put him top five personally. I wish he had
2: more than one ring. I, I wish said, he had more than I one think ring. To be, I think to be in the all time great conversation, you have to have two, at least. I think.
1: You're doing Aaron Rodgers dirty,
2: man. Well, I mean, I'm just—I think—I think that's kind of a, the standard. <laughs> not saying—not like, saying, not saying Aaron Rodgers is the top five QB of all time. Because, like, well, because you can look at you can look at guys like guys like uh, um, Marino, and you're like, well, he's really good, but most people don't consider him in the the goat because because he didn't win, win any one. rings. So yeah, like, yeah, I th- I think what I think one gets you in the conversation, two cements you as an all time great. Two plus, two plus stats, two plus like outstanding okay. statistics.
1: I agree. Yeah. The only, the only, uh, I want to say, yeah, I'll say skid mark on his career is that he beat K State uh, in
2: the Alamo Bowl. In the Alamo Bowl, yeah. yeah. My dad so, still holds that against
1: him. Yeah, so so does my dad. Yes, my dad like talks Drew about Greece that as well. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. only, the only bad thing on his on his record is that he beat K State. But <clears> oh man, what a, what a career for that guy! It is, it's yeah. Jeez. It's where careers it's are. It's weird. It's
2: weird seeing guys that I grew up watching. Like he, yeah. like that Super Bowl they won mm-hmm. was really the first Super Bowl that I like really remember. I agree. I like agree. that I really remember the whole game, like how yeah. the game went. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. previous ones, but that's the only one that I remember like start to finish kind of yep. how the game went. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I, it's kind of crazy that and I remember he was like after the game he like held his baby boy up and now his boy's like Yeah like in elementary school. Like his yeah. kids are like getting yeah. older like it's kind of weird it's a little so weird. it's, it's, it's a cool little weird. Yeah.
1: yeah I'm mm. I like it though yeah it's you, time you know what else I like Nate's lock of the week do you seem to understand
0: I'm not locked in here with you you're locked in here with me
1: new intro oh yeah I got two new intro. I like the new intro
2: I like it So
1: it's tournament time
2: so we got some tournament locks um so I know we'll probably talk about brackets in a little bit but
1: yeah coming up next right right yeah right after this
2: so just looking at uh, round one uh there's two two spreads that stick out to me and the first one is uh North Carolina and Wisconsin it's a two point spread favoring the Tar Heels um I like Wisconsin in that game. So I uh, I like Wisconsin plus 2 points. Uh and then later that night, the last game of Friday night. Now this is going to seem interesting. Uh if you if you've made a bracket before, you know the 12-5, 12-5. upset is always yep. a 12-5. Yep. Yep. This year, my 12-5 upset. Now I like two of these. I like I like a UC Santa Barbara over Creighton, but that's not the one I'm most confident. I'm most confident in Winthrop, Winthrop over Villanova. Villanova. Yep. Winthrop is 23-1. and Villanova is 16-6. Now, I know Winthrop's probably playing some cupcakes compared to what Villanova plays, but there's something to be said about winning 23 or 24 games. Yeah. And Villanova's not looking hot. the end of the year, they started to kind of fall apart. They're six-point favorites. Even if they win, it's going to be close. I would take Winthrop plus six, if you're feeling a double winner chicken rat dog. Winthrop plus six and Winthrop moneyline. And a little bonus play. My personal, you know, I I'm I'm not a betting man, but I I would take Illinois to win the Natty plus seven hundred right now. I would take Illinois that that's a good value because they they are the I think they're the third overall seed. But I I love Illinois plus seven hundred. That's you put ten bucks, that's seventy free dollars because they're winning it all.
1: I'm so glad that you said coached, that.
2: coached by Brad Underwood,
1: I'm from McPherson, so glad that Kansas. Said that. He's from McPherson, Kansas.
2: He's a K-State, K-State, former K-State assistant, K-State alum. How can you not love Illinois? You I gotta go all, for Illinois. I
1: am all over Illinois right now.
2: Roll, uh, roll Illini. If
1: that's a saying, go Illini. go Illini.
2: Go Illini. Go Illini. The roll Illini doesn't work. Go Illini. Uh. Roll Illini.
1: That doesn't roll, but do you know it does roll? The March Madness theme song. I can't tell you how beautiful What'd you say? I can't
2: tell you how beautiful that I, I-, I can't I can't like when I heard that like turned on selection Sunday at six o'clock and yep. I heard the I was like, oh man, it's back, it's back. Cause we didn't have it last year. Oh man. That's yeah. Virginia, still the reigning champs,
1: lest we forget, but yeah, I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to the Settling the Score March Madness Bracket Showdown. Extravaganza. Nate, where should we start? Do you want to start in the West? The side, we, You got four choices. Where Where do you want to start here?
2: I believe the West is the number, like the first one on the okay. bracket, right? Okay. Let's start in the
1: West. So we have, I. you know what, I'll just kind of, uh, I'll let you run through the West and then I'll give my, or, you know, let's just go back and forth. We can just run through each game shortly because we got a lot to go through.
2: Gotcha. So starting with Gonzaga versus the winner of whatever. Are we starting at yep. the very top? Yep. Gonzaga. Yep. Easy. Am I just going all the way down? Yeah, Oklahoma, region? Missouri. Uh, Oklahoma.
1: I have Missouri. I have Oklahoma in another bracket.
2: Uh, and then Creighton, UC Santa Barbara. I like UC Santa Barbara.
1: I'm taking Creighton in both brackets. Okay.
2: Then, another upset. I got Ohio over Virginia.
1: I also have Ohio over I- Virginia. I like
2: Ohio. Then I got a USC over Wichita or Drake. I could see yeah. Wichita State pulling could, it out. Yeah, I could But Wichita State yeah, looked a little all, sloppy all, at the end of, of the Of all year. the
1: teams here in the West giving the biggest upset, I think it's Wichita State in my yeah. mind right now. Yeah.
2: Um the Jayhawks, as much as it hurts me to say, I, I do think they pull away from Eastern Washington.
1: They're getting upset. They you, like getting, Easter,
2: you like Eastern you like Eastern Eastern Washington? Yeah, Eastern I Washington. I love
1: eastern Washington right okay. now. I think I think because KU has been sloppy all season, they've had a lot of close games. They only beat Baylor by how yeah. much? And granted, you know, staying with Baylor I think is a is a accomplishment in itself. <laughs> but you know who else stayed with Baylor? The Cats. The Cats did. And how yeah. many how many wins do the Cats have? What seven? Less than ten. Seven or eight. So you're six? telling uh-huh. me you're telling me that Baylor is as impressive as they as everyone says they are. I don't know man. No, I didn't win the big twelve. That's all yeah, I know. I agree, but I we'll get we'll get to Baylor though. We will get to Baylor. So, I like Eastern Washington. Then you have uh I like who's next. Oregon, Oregon and DCU. I yep. like Oregon. I also like Oregon. And then I like Iowa. I over also the like... antelopes
2: of Grand Canyon.
1: Unfortunately, yes. I, I do like Iowa, though. I like
2: a good, unique mascot. The Antelopes, that does something for me, but I'm I like be Iowa.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I have Gonzaga making the the championship in both of my brackets, so I, I, I just don't even, I Let's just not talk about Gonzaga, unless, unless you have them getting upset.
2: I do. Oh, really? Not until the Elite Eight, though.
1: Oh, okay. So okay. I have
2: them beating Oklahoma. I have Ohio and Gonzaga in the sweet sixteen. So
1: yeah, I think for me it doesn't matter for Oklahoma or Missouri who comes they're out. Both of that they're both gonna get pounded. because they're both by gonna get the target. So so it doesn't doesn't yeah. matter.
2: Um so I got Ohio beating UC Santa Barbara, I got the Trojans beating the Jayhawks, and I got Iowa beating Oregon. So then um we got Gonzaga beating Ohio, which should be just a massacre, um if yep. that plays out. Yep. Uh, and then Iowa beating USC, and then in the Elite Eight, the a rematch of a game that was played in December where Gonzaga mm-hmm. won by 10. More or um, give or take? I think Iowa is going to pull this one out. I think Iowa pulls it out in a close game. Luka Garza has like 35, 40 points. Luka is going to win the tournament MVP. I think he's going to have just a Frank the Tank-esque big man performance.
1: Yeah, I... It's just hard to to argue against, against Gonzaga. Gonzaga is good. I it's know, just I know. hard. They have no losses. They're averaging over ninety points a game. They only give up less than seventy points a game. Sixty nine points a game. I, I just think it's hard to to vote against Gonzaga unless you're Illinois. Spoiler alert. I agree. So, do we want to do the
2: East now? Do we want to?
1: Yeah, so so I have I have Gonzaga winning. I have Gonzaga winning, winning the, West. the West in both of my okay. in both of my brackets. So yeah, going down to the East, Michigan uh I have them going on a run here. Then you have my uh, uh do you want to call it an upset? I have LSU losing.
2: The 9 and the 8 isn't much of an upset to
1: to Saint Bonaventure. That's
2: kind of a toss-up game, but I got LSU in that one.
1: I have Saint Bonaventure in in one and I think I have LSU in the other. So Yes, yeah. And it doesn't matter because they both lose to Michigan anyways because Michigan is just playing dominant basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado, I have Colorado winning. I have I think Colorado most, too. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, Florida State, like UC, the Seminoles. Greensboro. Yeah, I like the Seminoles as well. BYU. BYU, I have,
2: baby, riding the Cougs.
1: I, yeah, I have them in both of that one. I have Texas winning in one, then I have them getting upset in the other. I like Texas.
2: Texas is a is gonna go on a run. I'm saying hook them. I think
1: I think Texas okay. goes on a
2: run. Okay, but we'll get to that in a second.
1: We'll get to yeah. Then we have UConn, Maryland.
2: I got I, Maryland.
1: I have UConn. I think I have UConn in upset. both, but it doesn't matter because they're whoever whoever wins Alabama. Losing Alabama.
2: Roll Alabama. Roll Tide.
1: Alabama. Roll Tide.
2: So then, so I have Michigan over LSU.
1: I, yeah, I have Michigan, Michigan. over
2: St. Bonaventure. Yeah,
1: I have Michigan making the Elite 8. So I got Colorado over Florida State. I also have Colorado over Florida State and I have them beating Michigan in one and I think getting upset. I they could upset. see them. I could and see I, them
2: beating Michigan. I can also see them beating Michigan. I'm kind of this is the only region that I'm kind of a toss up on some yeah, of these games. Yeah. So then I have Texas beating BYU. Yep. And I have Alabama beating Maryland. So then, yeah, my... I, have,
1: I have either Alabama, Michigan, then all of Alabama, Colorado, and then Michigan wins that one. So yeah, I I see Alabama
2: or I see Michigan and Texas in the Elite Eight, and I like the Horns because it doesn't matter because East.
1: whoever makes it to the Final Four is gonna get beat by Gonzaga. So in that, yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. So, so now the South up to the South, Baylor. I have Baylor, Baylor. Uh, making it pretty much all the way. Uh, yeah. North Carolina, Wisconsin. I have North Carolina. I like Wisco. Okay, okay. And then, why? I'm just curious.
2: There's just something about I don't know this North Carolina team is kind of sloppy. The eight nine game is always kind of a toss up. Yep. Um, I think the Big Ten this year was so much more difficult than the ACC was this year. The ACC was very yep. mediocre. Um, I I just think Wisconsin's gonna gonna pull it out.
1: I have Winthrop beating Villanova in I both do too. Of my brackets. Yeah, I like Winthrop. I I really like Winthrop against Villanova cuz you talk about the 12-5 game, there's always one. And I just think Winthrop's on a run. Yeah. I just think they're, they're playing hot. yeah. They're they're a hot team coming into the tournament. I have Purdue beating North Texas both so times. Do I. uh Tech winning both games, mm-hmm. Tech versus Utah State. Uh I have Colgate Beating really? Arkansas—that's
2: a popular 14-3 pick. A lot of people are picking I, Colgate
1: in in the because I have them swapped. I have Arkansas winning one, but in this in the bracket that I'm looking at right now, I have Colgate winning. Okay, I like Arkansas in on this one. I think okay. I think they're due for a little bit. Of I run. I respect that. Maybe not
2: a deep run, but they're due for. I a may little not run.
1: like it, but I'll respect okay. that. And that's yeah. I have Florida beating Virginia Tech. Yep. And then I have Ohio State beating Will Roberts. O H I O. Baylor's going on a run. Uh, I have Purdue beating Winthrop. They'll get their dreams yep. shut down pretty short there. I have in this bracket. I have I have Colgate beating Tech. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hey man, if they're on a if they're if they're on a hot if they're hot they're hot. Yeah. That's that's all I have to say about that. But that's just in this. That's just in this. This is my the bracket that I'm looking at right now is my is my fantasy. Whatever could happen. You know you, never, you know. never know. It's March. You never know. Then I have uh, Ohio State. Beating Florida, Florida, and then I have Ohio State beating Colgate, unfortunately. So I have I have Baylor beating
2: Purdue and Arkansas beating Ohio State. So Baylor and Arkansas in the mm-hmm. Elite Eight, and mm-hmm. I have Baylor winning.
1: I also have Baylor winning and making the Final Four. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's now down to the Midwest. Down to the Midwest. Illinois, 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 is going Illinois, all the
2: way. Illinois. If it wasn't such, I mean, it's twenty-two and a half points. They're twenty-two and a yeah. half point favorites. I would take that to the moon and back, because 22 and a half, they are going to... Drexel's 12 and 7. Yeah. They're, gonna They're going them. to pound them. They're going to beat yeah. the tar out of them. It's not even going to be close.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I hate Sister Jean. After what she did I to us? I do not like After her. what she did to us? I do not us, like that woman. And I do not like Loyola Chicago. I do like them in this game. Mm. I like them in this game, but I do not like them... I the, don't like
2: them. Period. As, but I like them in the
1: game. As a university and as a person, I do not like them. Yeah. I, I got not, Tennessee beating. I do not like Sister Jean. Beating
2: the beeves in the next round. Tennessee over the Beavers. Yep. Oklahoma over Liberty. Or uh, Oklahoma State. Yep.
1: San uh, Diego State beating Syracuse. Yep. I have West Virginia over Moorhead State. State. Then yep. I have Clemson over Rutgers and <laughs> Houston over. Everything kind of plays out as it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illinois. Illinois wins everything here in the Illinois. Midwest. doesn't really matter. So in
2: the Sweet 16, I have Illinois and Oklahoma State.
1: So I have Oklahoma State beating Tennessee. I do not. I have Tennessee beating Oklahoma State in the episode. I think
2: the Cade train is going to make it at least to the Sweet 16. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got uh, Houston beating Clemson, and I have San Diego State beating West Virginia.
1: I? Yeah. Yeah, I have Houston over West Virginia as well, and then I have Illinois beating Houston. Uh, so in, so in one of my brackets, the final four, I have Gonzaga, Michigan, Gonzaga takes that one. Then I have Illinois over Baylor, uh, and then I have Illinois winning the whole thing. And then in, uh, in the other bracket, I have Gonzaga over Alabama. Then I have Baylor over Illinois, just as, just as a fun little upset. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have Gonzaga winning. You know, I think it's either going to be Gonzaga, Baylor, or Illinois.
2: I have a Big Ten and Big Twelve um, final four. I got okay. Iowa, Iowa, and Texas, and Baylor and Illinois. I got Iowa over Illinois. In, you big on the Big or, Ten? Sorry, Illinois over Iowa in the the Natty. Are you big on the Big Ten? I am. I I think the Big Ten, uh, the Big Twelve, as far as because the Big Twelve has less teams. Okay. Um, is a deeper conference, but the top of the Big Ten is ridiculous. Michigan is so good. Uh, Iowa's so good. Illinois is obviously my national champion. They're so good. The top Ohio State's really, really good. The top of yeah. the Big Ten. They have mo- they have like four or five teams. You could make a case to go to the Final Four.
1: Didn't matter because they're going to lose to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Illinois Didn't is matter. not at all. Illinois, Illinois is all over it.
2: Illini, baby. Riding. Illini. All the Riding way. Riding them to the chip. Yes. Plus 700.
1: Yes. Do with that what you would. Yes. I like it. <clears throat> I like it. Have you heard this song? Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, mm. Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. I just, I don't know. It's that r You're pulling kinda, out all the stops tonight. I'm yeah. pulling out all the stops tonight. Thank you to uh Daryl Canole. Congratulations to him as well. First off, congratulations to Darryl Canole for winning the 2A state championship, his fourth championship. Coming up on 600 wins here. Pretty soon, hopefully, within the next few seasons. Big thanks to him for coming on the show. He's a guy that I've always wanted to talk to on here. Nate, thank you, as always, for your insight. And thank everyone else for listening here on Wildcat 909. New music now. This has been Settling the Score. I'm your host, Colin Settle. You can find the show on Spotify under Settling the Score. We're on Twitter at Scoresettling. On where are we? Where are we have the Facebook page at Settling the Score. I'm trying to wrap my mind around everything here, but Yeah, I think Thank you, Daryl. I'm just I'm so happy. Sorry. I'm I'm still <laughs> caught up with the with the interview. I yeah. Big Daryl Canole guy, if you couldn't tell. But thank <laughs> him. Thank him. For coming on the show, and thank you everyone else for listening here on Wildcat 99.9 This has been Settling the Score. I'm your host, Colin Settle. Bruno, play me out.